Welcome to the weekly podcast from Foursquare Gospel Church Abako, a vibrant, growing church in Lagos, Nigeria. All through the month of July, we will be examining the book of Acts. We hope that as you join us this month, the word of God transforms your life. Enjoy the study. Good morning, church. Praise the name of our God. Hallelujah. I welcome us today to, to the book of Acts chapter 22. From the past two, in the last two days, we learned about Acts chapter 20 and Acts chapter 21. How the Holy Spirit has instructed Paul that he might go to Jerusalem. And then in, in chapter 21, how by four different persons, in four different occasions, and the Holy Spirit also inspired some other persons to tell Paul about the sufferings that awaited him in Jerusalem and how they had discouraged him from going to Jerusalem. However, Paul, being obedient to the word of the Lord that has spoken to him first, he went ahead to Jerusalem. Now, this is Paul in Jerusalem. He has been arrested and then he's been made to face the he's been made to face the panel because he is a Roman. And so they cannot try him or, or, or imprison him without first bringing him before the people to share what actually went wrong. Now, this is what I want us to learn from Acts chapter 22. I want us to learn about evangelism. That's the core lesson of chapter 22. Evangelism. How do you go out to evangelism? When you go out for evangelism, what do you do? How do you do it? So this is Paul in front of the people. He is he did not see it as he is going to jail afterwards. He knew that he will go to jail afterwards. But one thing that Paul was passionate about is that even if I will go to jail, I will save souls even here. So Paul was pertinent about saving souls. So in the, in summary, what Paul did, he, what Paul's address can be can be can be categorized into three parts. The first one, he told them about his life before his conversion. That is Acts chapter twenty-two, from verse one to five. Then he told about his experience of conversion. That is Acts chapter twenty-two, from verse six to fourteen. And he also told them about his commission to preach the gospels to all men including the Gentiles. That's Acts chapter 22, from verse 15 to 21. So when you go to preach the gospel, the first thing you do is tell about your life before you came to Christ, how you met Christ, and your life since you met Christ. I usually believe that when you share your personal salvation story with anyone, your personal salvation story should be enough. It should be enough to save that man because the man will see how God has been gracious to you yourself. Because there is no one who follows Christ that the transformation of following Christ will not be evident in the person's life. So Paul's testimony, it was enough to what to change these souls. Now, I'm going to talk about this under five. I'm going to be sharing, before I share Paul's testimony, the lessons that we can learn from these verses further. I'll try to also try to explain two major things. The first one is that in verse 2, the scripture says that when they heard that he addressed them in the Hebrew tongue, they were all the more quiet. I would advise that a lot of time when we go for evangelism, let us preach in the language that the person we are evangelizing to will understand. Let us preach to them the language they will understand. If it is broken English, they understand. If you can speak that pidgin, I think it will be very okay. If you can speak in Yoruba, to a Yoruba woman, it could be very good. And if it is English that you can speak to that Yoruba woman, try to say it in a, in a simple and an understandable way 
so that she will not use big grammars and the woman is wondering and the woman just loses interest in what you are saying she just says when he preached in their language he preached in the Hebrew tongue they were all the more quiet they were all the more quiet and that thing i also try to point out is in verse 9 scripture says now the men who were with him saw the light but they did not hear the sound of the uttered words the voice of the one who was speaking to me so they could understand it now this teaches us that salvation is a personal story although these men were with paul they saw the light but they could not hear the voice which means that as you walk with god when god gives you an instruction you don't look at another man's manual to walk you follow god's dictate and god's instruction for your own life so salvation this work of faith is a personal move is a personal story hallelujah praise the name of our god now the first lesson that i will try to teach now is that paul's testimony in Acts chapter 22 teaches us that being zealously religious does not reconcile us to god being being zealously religious does not reconcile us back to god and one of these i must explain is that all the while when paul was persecuting the christians he believed he believed that what he was doing was right he believed that he was trying to preserve the ancient traditions as he was taught so all the things that paul was taught was what he was doing as he was taught in what as the religion he was taught judaism was what he was actually doing so to him he felt that he was working for god he felt that his zeal was as unto the lord he felt his zeal was as unto the Lord. So I'll say that you can be zealous for God and actually be fighting against God. Hallelujah. All of these religious zealous in the world will not reconcile a soul to God. Do not reconcile a soul. To, so no amount, no amount of religious zeal can atone for sin. A lot of us we carry on our head this religion. Ah, that is not how they do it. This is how you must do it. This is what there are a lot of times we practice religion and we do not practice Christianity. The Christianity that has been placed in our hands is what is the ministry of love. The ministry of love is the ministry of love. So anything outside love, which is God, is outside Christianity. So let us stop practicing religion. Let us practice the let us practice what? Following Christ. Following Christ. Following Christ. Hallelujah. The second thing I want us to learn is that Paul testimony teaches us that salvation is by God's grace and power. Not by our own merit or willpower. Now, before that time, Paul had seen himself as a very good man. Paul had felt, had thought. <laughs> but then, one of the things I want us to understand is that, except by God's mercy, except by God's mercy, no man can be saved. No man can be saved. We check all of the conversion of Paul, the, the scenario of Paul's conversion. None was about his own will. Paul didn't do this thing out of it. Paul did not even know he was going to encounter salvation that day. He did not know. So no one comes to Jesus unless the Father draws him. That's what John 6 44 says. No one is able to come to Jesus unless it has been granted to him from the Father. No one knows who the Father is except the Son. Hallelujah. So Paul attributes the first cause of his salvation to God's choice and not his choice. Hallelujah. If God's choice of us depends on what is God's choice and not his own personal choice. Hallelujah. Another thing that Paul testimony teaches us is that Paul testimony teaches us that God often 
must humble us before he extends his mercy towards us. God had to humble Paul. Hallelujah. God had to humble Paul. He had to humble Paul. I, 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 if we go to read from John chapter 9, verse 39 to 41, it explained how Jesus was talking about, how Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees. He was telling them that they were blind. <laughs> what he said there was that they were spiritually blind. But then they felt like, do you mean we are blind? So God, knowing that Paul was from these same descendants, Paul was a Pharisee. So he, God had to humble him by doing what? God made him blind. So you see you, you think you can see. No, this is not a sight that I wish that you will have. God made him blind. And he made somebody hold his hands to where he will receive sight. So the sight that he received at Ananias the high priest's house was not just his physical sight, but also his spiritual sight. That he would see the hope of the calling of God upon his life. Hallelujah. So God has humbled Paul. So a lot of times, God might not have humbled you so much the way he humbled Paul. So I, I, I believe that when you work with God, you have to be humbled. You have to be humbled. You have to be humbled. If God has not humbled you, or if you yourself you have not humbled yourself before God's majesty, I don't think you know him. A man who knows God, a man who lives for God, is an humble man. Pride is not an evidence. Pride is not an attribute or a trait of a man who knows God. But the last thing I would like to share is that Paul's testimony teaches us that God saves us for his purpose and not for our own personal agenda. God specifically saves us for his purpose. So when God saves you, he did not save you so that you can come and make your boast that I am not a Christian. No. God saved you not so that you can come and start using his name to get what you want. A lot of times we ask, we use God's name to get what we want. So, But now God saves us that we might be useful for him. Hallelujah. I, I believe that this word that we have heard is enough to save us. So I pray for us that the Lord will continually uphold us and shield us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you were blessed by the exposition of the word of God. Remember that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. This study continues tomorrow. We hope you join us again and we look forward to having you. God bless you.